you know I got it. Oh, you up? You up on that? You want to do the J- you want to do the Jay Z part or the Rick Ross part? I'm always up, dog. Yeah, they both say nigga though, so I don't know. Dude, <laughs> but you you're creative. You could you could work around that. No, I never even heard the track. Gotcha. The way you said "dude" was like <laughs> you were very disappointed to have heard that they say the N word. Like you were disappointed for the entire culture. Like, dude, them, dude. them too. Why? <laughs> Why do they say that? Man, <laughs> I thought the culture would have grown past that by now. No, I know better. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself, <laughs> like, on a regular basis, right? Now, I don't know who you're around on a regular basis, and I don't know what kind of enlightened or not enlightened conversations that motherfuckers have on a regular basis. But do you find yourself hearing conversations and either on one hand saying, huh, I wonder what Juve would say, or on the other hand, do you find yourself like the way you respond, is it shaped at all by our relationship? Uh, no, like I'm around like, you know who I'd be around. Yeah. Like, like, I haven't been back to like the hometown in forever, <laughs> though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But shit, if I go home, man, I know them <laughs> niggas. <laughs> I'm fucking weak. I didn't know if, like, I think I, I I told you about one time I was at the gym locker room. And this dude, just so fucking weirdo in the locker room, was like, yeah, of course, we're white, so it's all our fault. And I, and I said, uh. <laughs> so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know if you ever just be around, like, for lack of a better term, because this is an unplanned segment, just white ass conversations. <laughs> no, I mean it, they are pretty white, but it's never like it's all our fault. Damn it! Like, it's it's not, never any of that. It's never like socially offensive. It's just I don't yeah. think so. Like, like I said some shit one time, and like it wasn't bad. Oh, you said it, but like <laughs> no, I'm like I didn't say it, but like like I don't even know how we got on the subject. It was like we were talking about like people saying it like on Call of Duty and shit. Oh, like in the uh, And I was just uh, like, I don't chat. even say it on there. On the, on then, there. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> Matt was like, "Oh, where where yep. you saying that, dude?" Got him. Got him. <laughs> on there. Do do white people talk about the N-word? Nah. Really? I mean, not yeah. necess- not necessarily like like oh like man. The history of No. <laughs> <laughs> We started not, that shit. That's all a word. Shit. Not necessarily like the history of it, or not even necessarily like, man, they say it, I want to say it. And not even necessarily like, like nigger saying contests. I don't know if cats sit around in a circle and just be like, I'll say it better than you. That's a thing? Where they be Listen, having those contests? I at? don't know, and you haven't been to a meeting in at least six years, so I don't know, right? Yeah, but like you mentioned, hey, you you were around the around the click. You're like, yeah, I don't I don't say it on there. <laughs> so that's kind of like a conversation about the n word. Like, how did that get brought up? <laughs> you know, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I think somebody was drinking Mountain Dew. Ah, damn it! And yep. I was like, yep, I there know you be saying that on there, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yep. my man's be wilding out in Call of Duty chats. I like I don't even keep like. I don't even, whenever I'm playing on COD or, like, even, like, online in general, my shit is muted unless it's, like, the homies. 
Like, oh, I'm not going to fucking friend. sit here and listen to, like, some fucking little dumbass kid. Oh, you mute him. Shit. Like, I don't want to hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know it's, uh, I, I, I know it's a, a, a little bit of a safer place than it used to be. Oh, shit. I know. Nah, it's, uh, is it not? <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I mean, I don't know. They have these, like, they have these new rules or whatever, but, like, it's fucking online. Right. Like, uh, I guess now, like, they can even monitor, like, your private chat. Ooh. What you be saying on there, dude? You be saying some shit? No, it's just, why? Ooh, the private chat? Ooh. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of wild. I know. But, yeah, like, I mean, I've, I've heard it on there. You know, I've heard I'm, it. Oh, I'm, I've heard it. <laughs> I've heard it on there. I, I'm sure. Uh, shit, I remember back in the day. Listen, I am meet a Call of Duty. I am a free kill. But, like, when I would play with the homies and we would go online, oh, man. Oh. It was a whole other world back then. Little niggas was wildin'. Halo. <laughs> Little niggas was wildin', bro. Yeah, no, that's when I felt like I was already exposed to like some of the not great aspects of white culture by being the only black student in a classroom for ten years. Yeah, that'll do it. But f- yeah, but I it ain't nothing like a fucking Halo Two chat party nah, when dude. Uh, when shit is going crazy at Beaver Creek, my nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, when Modern Warfare Two came out, shit, watch the fuck out. <laughs> it's fucking nasty. Out I, here. I think I think that's when Code Red came out too. Matter of fact, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. What a nasty place, man! Everybody just what staying a... up all night, slamming Code Red, Mountain Deuce, mm. dropping hard R's, yeah. yelling at their fucking parents, like the good old days, punching holes in the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah breaking yeah. controllers, pastimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What happened to them days? Yeah, Archie grew, Bunker. Grew, I grew up. The piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not who I was. I grew up, man. Oh, shit, dog. Hey, bro, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, bro. Happy New Year, homie. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Salute. It's a, it's a sober night for me, man. I got my cranberry juice in this hand. I got my protein shake in this hand. And in this third hand, I got a what, water. Are you sick? No. I've been a lazy sack of shit for two weeks. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, man. Like I mentioned, you know, before, like slight, slight seasonal depression aspects and not like, you know, not the, not the far end of it, but like just not feeling the most sociable. Yeah. And so yeah like, that's, that, that's starting to hit me. Yeah, man. Yeah. So but I ain't with, down or nothing. And I'm not I'm always up. Yeah, I'm not necessarily down, but I haven't been feeling sociable and with work, like not being busy. I haven't like had to do anything. Yeah. And so. These last couple weeks, man, I hadn't been in the gym like I wanted. I hit two a day today. I hit two of them today. A morning, a morning in the evening. Yeah, man. I probably in the last two weeks, I've probably been in the gym maybe three times, maybe. The fuck? Uh, yeah, I know. And so this week, I was like, Nah, man, yeah, fuck with me. Dude. You know, I got it. So I hit uh hit weights today. I hit a boxing class uh, in the evening. Uh, I thought nah. you broke your hand or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah, those are wraps. Those are hand wraps to to get it in with. But uh, yeah, man, how was your uh, how's your New Year's? Chill, bro. Uh, I made it till like twelve thirty actually, which hey. I was really surprised. I got, I mean, I drank quite a few beers that day. Got you. Okay. 
I had an energy drink halfway through. You know, like I would, I didn't, I didn't plan on staying up that late. It was like whatever. Like I'll just play Call of Duty with the homies for a while. Hard hours and yeah, dude, yeah. fucking <laughs> dropping them. Facts. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll feel you. I feel. I was chill though. Um, made some chili. Yeah. Uh, drank a bunch of beer. Uh, listened to my neighbors light out fireworks. Mm, at midnight, yeah. you ain't like nothing up. Nah, my nah. fucking my mom's dog goes crazy. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, a little Pepe. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, what's the dog's name again? Uh, I forgot, but uh, Gracie. Got you. Okay, yeah. Word. What'd you do for the for the holiday, bro? It felt more like a Sunday than New Year's yeah, Eve. Well, what was right, right, and. I was talking about this today. I didn't really have, I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's like what I do for a living. I don't know what it was, but I didn't have the fear of missing out. Yeah. Um, I had a joke last week that I lost all my bitches, but like, I just, yeah, I didn't have the fear of missing out. I didn't have none of that. So like, I really, I literally, it was a Sunday. I kicked it like it was a Sunday. Uh, Played some 2K. Uh, self-care Sunday, man, I gave myself a face mask. I hadn't had a face mask in at least a year. Nigga charcoal, rub it in, wash it off. Big pause. That's a pause. But, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, immaturity is running rampant, but immaturity is hilarious. <laughs> immaturity is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I kicked it, bro. Um, I probably went to bed, went to bed around one thirty. I missed the ball. So you was up for the ball? Yeah, oh, I you was missed up. It? Yeah, I missed it too. Yeah, I didn't see it go from 11.59 to 12. I don't uh, need to watch all those dumbass people I was down there. Bro. Yeah, no, I was chilling, man. Like, <clears throat> would you ever go to that shit? Like, uh, like New Year's Rockin' Eve? Like the ball drop in New York? Uh, probably not. Yeah, fuck all I that, I don't know. I, I ain't wear no fucking <clears throat> diaper. Yo, <laughs> shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, dude. There's people lined up. Like, there's people getting in line like the day before, like two days before, and they're like, "Yeah, like we're camping out." It's nah, like, dude, man. fuck you. <laughs> no, no. I don't necessarily want to. Like, if I go to a city, I don't necessarily want to see all the touristy stuff. Like, nah, I'm go- like I'm going to I'm Philly. I might check out the Liberty Bell. I'm definitely gonna check out the Rocky statue in Philadelphia. mainly but that's more of a personal thing my mom has a picture of her holding up rocky's arm at the rocky statue oh hell yeah and so i want to recreate that yeah otherwise i don't give a fuck about none of that right so if i was at the ball drop i'd have to luck into it but you can't luck into it because like it ain't like you Uh luck into the ball drop on new year's eve unless you're on a fucking scavenger hunt you know what i'm saying they were saying there was like a million people out there. Like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nah. cool. Yeah. No. Nah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You got any like they were interviewing but... people. They were interviewing people. They're like, so how do you guys go to the bathroom? Like, well, uh, oh my God. we're all wearing diapers. <laughs> okay. So when you said that, I must not have caught it. It was motherfuckers out here wearing diapers. Yeah, bro. Because, like, you can't get out of that shit. Like, you're stuck. And if you get out, like you, like how are you gonna find your people again? Yo, so this okay? okay. No, I am not up, man. The, the days of Dick Clark. Uh-uh. This ain't the same. This ain't the same life. Uh uh-uh. uh. Motherfuck. Okay. Like they were interviewing people. It was like it was like five o'clock New Year's Eve. Or like anybody went to the bathroom? I was like, no, no. It's like yeah, I did a couple hours ago. It's like so you just sitting in it. 
You just sitting in the muck. In in the muck. <laughs> Is it any was it any of my cousins? There's there's some black people out there, bro. Out here and out there in diapers, shitting themselves. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't know, man. It was, it was some Asian people they were interviewing, I man. I don't say. know. Oh, did they have ugly white wives? Yeah, I, it was. It was like a that was, was a like harsh kids and their dad. That yeah, was a that harsh was thing me, I said. That was a that rough was thing. That was a socially observant thing I said, but that was rough. Ooh, that was God like a 2004 damn. thing to say. Nigga, man. Happy damn. New Year! God damn, <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, it was. And that's one thing, man. Cause I told I told you about thinking about husbanding and fathering. If I go, if I have a white wife, she will not be popped. She just won't. Like, I mean, on, what if like you think she's beautiful? Uh, and I will, but also on like a social, like? on a social scale of <laughs> one to ten, like the world will minimum think she's a seven, maybe a Midwest like seven, one of the homies. Of the Midwest, but yeah. Like, one of the homies is like, here's this. And they're like, like later on down the road, it's like, hey, bro, she's yep. busted. Wait, you don't wait, no, me. Her. Hey, man, THC 206. You said she'd be a seven. She's clearly a fucking five. <laughs> man, fuck yeah, I got here, the papers, man. bro. You know what I'm saying? I got the papers. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I can't go, man. There's enough, like, stereotypes about, like, what black men to go for. Here's the thing, too. I also. Don't want to name my son Jaden or Jalen or Jason with a Y or Caden, Kaylin, Kaysen, Brayden, Brylin. Like that happen. that list of 12 or so mixed boy names. It's going to happen. <laughs> Extra wise where you they gonna don't name usually go. You going to name him David? All right, listen. Maybe. Perhaps. Michael? Perhaps. And that's the thing too, right? I can't name him anything like too unique because like... That might make her look away. <laughs> See, you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of variables in this one, man. I have a lot to think about. I have a lot to think about. Yes, yeah. So yeah, no, no. Jaden, Jaylee, Kyle, Kyle. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Kylan. Yeah, no. There's names. You know the ones. You know the. You know the <laughs> yeah, ones. I know the. I know them names. You know, yeah, them, them names. Um, are there any? You got any like special? Like New Year's traditions you do or ever did or? Nah, man. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> Why you laugh so hard? Because I don't be doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, yeah, dude. Like I don't think so, man. Uh, no, like I haven't went out on New Year's in probably probably in like three years. I went back to the hometown. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck was I even up there? Yeah. Was it just for New Year's? Like, for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> Disappointed. Why the fuck did I? Yeah, like, <laughs> and then before that, I can't even fucking remember the last mm. time I did anything. For New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any traditions? Um, I don't currently. My mama used to make the big old pot of cabbage and, and uh, do the cornbread. Some would say, some do greens. Mama did cabbage, cabbage and cornbread. Um, there was a tradition I'd heard in my late teens about like the first person to walk through the door, the front door on New Year's has to be a man. It'll bring like abundance and prosperity. Hell yeah. Uh, but I was just a boy and we were, we were, we were poor. 
So I, was first. I, I was just a boy, so it didn't work out. It didn't work the same way every year. Uh, those are only two I could think of. Um, I did clean my crib. Um, you, you'll see your IG reels about black people cleaning their crib on New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that like the only time y'all clean the crib? I don't it's, know. I think we just do it extra hard. Extra hard on okay. New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did my sweep. Did my sweeping, my mopping. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my sweeping, my mopping. You know what I'm saying? I had the music playing on, 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 on the speaks. So vacuuming. Yeah, yeah. I got, well, I got, shit. I got a lot of hardwood. I'm not pausing that. I got a lot of hardwood in my, uh, my, my living room and my, in my kitchen. So no, uh, no vacuuming. But uh, yeah, got right, man. Nice. Got right. I, I, I'm not mad, man. Um, <clears throat> damn. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Yeah, man. But for real, happy, uh, happy, happy New Year! Um, I got a hell of a week coming up. Um, I'm going in a few days. I'm going to one branch of the company to do some work. I'll be there for like a day and a half, and then I'm gonna drive to another branch of the company for another mm. about two days, day and a half. <laughs> I'm glad we're not on video. I'm glad we're not on video for that display. Um. <laughs> But I'm going to go do some work. I'm going to go do some fucking work. And uh, uh, one of those nights, I'm going to... Uh, I got to shout out to homie DJ Reed City. You're wild and red. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> and you're safe because, like, they heard me say that shit about white wives. But they can't see you. Like, I like that we're not on video sometimes. It's because it's the old adage of radio, right? But, man, some, some, of, you, some of that shit... But uh, shout out to DJ Reed City because during the Q and A episode, <clears throat> like I mentioned, you know he he shot his question over about like touchy feely white women at weddings. Literally thirty two minutes after I left the wedding, where I was touched up by a feely white woman. But this week, next week, I'm going to a city where where we have a branch. But actually, one of my longtime like platonic female friends lives there, and we're gonna go get dinner. And <laughs> he hit the group chat today. He had no clue. He had no clue I'm going. And he actually, I hadn't like told him directly unless he's listening to pot. But I was. He asked a question about like, what do you do when like your plat- your cute platonic friend starts getting sexy on social media, <laughs> starts acting acting getting out there, getting loose on social media. And I had never been in that position before. Because this friend, who is a very beautiful girl, she's very conservative. She's very reserved. She don't wild out. But she is also a very beautiful woman. And so I'll never, I've never, like, outwardly thought about it. There was, a, there was a time where some of the guys, like, put a bug in my ear, like, nah, like, you quit playing. Uh, you ever watch the movie Brown Sugar? Uh, Starring Tay, so. Di- Tay Diggs and Sanai Lathan and Nicole Parker. I don't think so. Might have missed that one. Uh, I think I missed that one. <laughs> but it's about uh, two friends, man, a man and a woman, who uh, childhood friends brought together by their love of hip hop, and then they end up being like, <clears throat> they end up getting together at the end. Nice. And so one time I was watching Brown Sugar, and my roommate at the time was like, "Hey, you know that's you and such and such." <laughs> you and something like, "Yo, dog, quit, quit tripping, quit tripping." Have you ever been in that position to have the? Uh, the cute platonic female friend who you never thought about Can't it. Can't say like I that, have. But yeah. 
I mean, maybe shit. I don't know. You don't friend. You don't friend these you know hoes. I mean? You don't friend these hoes. It's been a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> how did the friendship end? She get a boy. She get a boyfriend. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think that's how it mostly. Mostly, mostly ends. Yeah. Up here. Up here. Well, we've been friends for years, and she, you know, she, she, she has a certain type that she dates. I can't wait to be like. I can't wait to like piss her off and like teach her about like the ways of men. Especially the men she wants to like spend time with, and oh, who she, she has, ain't smart. Who no, she's a she's actually too smart for her own good. Uh yeah, those are the worst ones. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Low key, that might be that actually might be one of the problems, and I would never have anyone dumb themselves down. But it's also a matter of taking it away from her. But it's also a matter of like. Learning to be who you have to be for the people you want. You know what I'm saying? Like for the the type of woman I find myself attracted to <clears throat> and would want to spend that time with. Like I know who I have to be, and I got to work toward that. Um, because we can't change the game, and we know we can't change the game. However, she don't know she can't game change. change. The game. <laughs> game don't the game don't change. It dead ass. The game just got more fierce. Yep. Just got more fierce with, uh, with with social media and unrealistic ideas and the lack of trust from men toward women, women wanting to be dudes but not be dudes, but telling dudes how to be dudes and what constitutes a dude. Game got more fierce, man. Where's the Slim Charles? Wow. So I uh <clears throat> that's gonna be dope, man. Kicking it, seeing some people. Um uh, getting out here. I'm gonna be on this road, Brody. Putting miles on the it bank. should be fun. It should be. Yeah, you fun. got uh, you got your tags, everything ready, bro. I don't even know if this is a real entertaining story, but since you asked me, right? So that whole Fenderbird thing happened at the end of October, and yeah. that Monday I went to the BMV to get my shit handled. <clears throat> Thirty days later, no, two three weeks later, I went back. They were like, yeah, no, this takes like 60 days. They gave me like a a, temp, a 30 day temp, right? Because they had to send it off to like the lien holder because I don't own it outright. I'm still paying it off because, you know, I'm broke or whatever. So <laughs> they say, no, it's going to take 60 days. I'm like, okay. So I go back to the BMV literally last week. And I'm like, because my car was in the shop, I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to go until I get my car back. So I got my car back and I'm like, hey, y'all, what's up, man? Like, what's up? Yeah. It's been mad time. And they go, yeah, we sent it off twice, and no one ever said anything. I'm like... Who the fuck's supposed to say something? Oh, to the lien holder. To the lien holder. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? So I sat at the booth, and I called them up. I was like, yo, what's the address so we can send this joint off? And they were like, hey, this is the address. I'm like, this is the address I used no, they asked me that. Just like, hey, I got this you know, P.O. box, you know what I'm saying, SMD, California. And they were like, yeah, that's that's the address. We don't have anything on file that of anything of anything. I'm like, man, what the fuck, right? So I do all this paperwork again. And I talk to the lady. Now, city I live in is city I bought the car in. So I used to live here before. I moved away, whatever, whatever. And long story short... The lady tells me that the registration was never canceled. 
in the first place in the state I live in. And the I'm like, previous owner? No, no, I bought it new. Oh, what the I, fuck? I bought it new. And I registered in a whole nother state and had the receipt in my hand, bro. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? I have the receipt. Like, I have it right here. Like, what are you talking about? But yeah, so when I registered in the new state, apparently they, I don't know how this shit works, but it never, my registration never got canceled in state I live in. And so Shorty was like, yeah, we can just register you right now. What the fuck? What the fuck I've been waiting on? The fuck I've been waiting on, right. You know what I'm saying? So I hate the DMV. After all the shit I went through. I went through it for literally no reason because when I bought the car X amount of years ago, yeah, they never canceled the registration in state that I live in in the first place. So, yeah, my tags are my tags are legit. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's why. Uh, there's always something. It's always something. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna even ever tell that story. It kind of slipped my mind until you asked, but yeah, that's what that's what we're dealing with out here. Because no one is good at their job anymore. Nope. No one's good at their job anymore except me and you. It's nasty. I tell you, uh, uh, I'm trying to get my passport. I'll tell okay. you about that. International rent? Nuh-uh. Uh, yeah, dude. So, like, all the homies were like, yeah, just go to your post office. Like, they'll have a form. Uh, you fill out the form, send it off, and then you'll have to go somewhere to get a picture. And basically, boom, you'll get your passport. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. bet. Go to this fucking post office. As soon as I get there, the fucking pirate goes out. I was like, all right, well. Oh, shit. Yeah. Come here to get like, the form for a passport. I was like, yeah, I just got to find it. And the pirate goes out. I was like, yeah, just come back tomorrow. And I'll have it printed off for you. Go back the next day. Oh, no, she does not. She's not working. <laughs> and there's no form. And then there's a lady. She's like, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if we do that here. And I'm like, oh, well. Oh, my God. She's like, I don't, know. It's like, I don't even know if I know how to do that. I was like, yeah, like it's okay if you don't know how to do it, but like she told me to come back up here today. Yeah, someone in this motherfucking Like, I get it if you don't know how to do it, but she told me to come back up here to get the form. You better get a teammate back. Like, I'll just try it tomorrow. I'll just try back tomorrow. Go back up there. I'm getting the same thing. Like, yeah, I don't know if we do that here. And this one guy, uh, I can't remember his name, but like I went in there one time to like ship something mm-hmm. off. And he was like, you shot any beers lately? I was like, "What, like, man? Hey, <laughs> I, yo, is that is that weird?" I'd be mean, like, depending on who it is, I guess. Like, if it's not like if it's like if it's if the motherfucker at the post office, like, yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird. Like, it's different when you travel. Like me, you went to the Rumble yeah. and niggas at the arena was like, "Yo," but like, I know where you live. Yeah, all twenty-seven people, and <laughs> the nigga at the post office, hey, bro. Hey, bro, sh- shotgun, shotgun Thursday, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Go ahead. Tell us the story. But he was there, and he was like, where are you trying to go? And I was like, oh, I don't even really know you right now, but like, it's a possibility I might go somewhere like the next couple of years. Like, yeah, like, the closest place like I had to go was like an hour away almost. Mm. It's like a fucking Kleine clerk, clerk or like circuit clerk office. Said so you can fill out the information there, just CVS right down the street, go there, get your picture, come back, boom, bang, done. Get it in like three months. And then like he's telling me he's like, Yeah, we tried to get passports here at our post office, but Homeland Security wouldn't let us. Pardon? The fuck? Yeah, dude, that's what I said. <laughs> did he say did he say why? 
No, he's like we like we applied for the forms, and they just wouldn't send them. Damn, they saw yeah. <laughs> they put they saw county white. And they were like, nah, white. nope, yeah, <laughs> nah, dude. dog, yep. nope, I ain't rolling. They're not leaving the country. Nope, <laughs> that whole county struck. Damn. But yeah, it was pretty okay. funny whenever he recognized me, like when I was there, like a month or two ago. That was pretty funny. Does that happen in your city, like a lot? It's happened. It happened at Walmart, <laughs> like eight months ago or something. I'm just, I'm just in their grocery shopping on a fucking Saturday, oh. and like I see this dude like fucking looking at me, like he's like he's trying to figure something out. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> And like I'm at the fucking deli, and he comes up to me. He's like, "Hey man, uh, uh, do you make TikTok videos?" Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, "Rip it, dip it, fucking send." He's like, "No fucking way!" <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no fucking way, bro! <laughs> Sign my tall boy, bro! <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Yeah, I can't fathom that because like. I just am, am like when I do work, it's never like on the internet, right? Unless yeah. we share the different social mediums, but like my face is never in it, right? Just the work I yeah. do. And so when I when I'm in the city, like I don't expect to be recognized ever, either either from the YouTube series or from the work. Like, I don't expect to be recognized ever. I was at the gym like a month and a half ago, and. I'm doing something, and there's these two women working out. And, like, you ever just, you can, you can feel when you're being looked at? Yep. There's one particular who is, like, looking and not looking, but looking, bro. <laughs> yes. And she starts, to, she starts to talk, and I'm like, hey, what's, you know, hey, what's up, you know, what you working today, you know? Um... <clears throat> And then she's like, "You still, you still DJing weddings and events?" Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's me. That's what I do. You know, that's me. That's yeah. me. And to this day, I and I couldn't ask her, "Yo, where I know you from? <laughs> Which wedding yeah. do I know you from?" Right? Yeah, because that's the worst part been, about it. Yeah, right. I've done so many. I don't, I don't know what wedding I've met anyone at. You know what I'm saying? See, like, I feel like that's like the same spectrum as like people online. Like yeah. seeing my videos uh-huh. and like they'll say something to me in public and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, <laughs> right, right, right. And I totally get that because I mean you've become an internet figure in certain places, right? Like literally, yeah. like in certain places you've become an internet figure. Me, not so much. So I would, ex- I'd understand if you were to be recognized in places. It's weird when it's your hometown, not your hometown, but the town you yeah. specifically live in, right? Yeah. Like, if you lived where I lived, maybe a little more understandable. Yeah. But, like, in the city you live in, you're getting recognized at the fucking Walmart when you're trying to buy some draws. <laughs> like, <laughs> dog, I'm trying to buy draws. Like, <laughs> you know well, what I do, like, your case, like, she must have been thinking about you for a while. Bro, I must have killed that shit. So I'm saying, bro. Like she's still thinking about you. Like she's seeing you. She's like, huh? Huh? huh I know that I've been guy. thinking about him, bro. If we don't have like a conversation at the wedding, there's a great chance I'm not going to remember you the next day. 
Oh, fuck yeah. So I didn't even ask what wedding she saw me at, what venue she saw me at. Because at that point, it could literally be it could be anything. I don't know if she like, worked for the... a venue, a catering staff, or a bridesmaid. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. That's that's the hardest part about FTA. Because, mm. like, I'm in a, uh, I'm in, like, a couple different FTA groups. I'm an yeah. admin for one of them. And I post all my videos on that shit, too. And, like, people, like, oh, yeah, like, I feel like they expect me to know who they are, kind of. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right. it's like, right. Uh, right. No, I don't fucking know you. Like, I'm I, like, yeah, like, you, which pic, which profile picture do you have? Like, right, some fucking right, right. comic book character? Because, like, I don't know that dude. Nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's tough, too, because, like, you are a celebrity to them. And so there's a celebrity experience that comes with that yeah. that you didn't necessarily ask for, but is now somewhat of responsibility to you when you meet yeah. people like it was like i was walking back to my camp and um the homie eric from bonginator <laughs> this death metal band yeah. from like new england they're playing i'm walking I, I already seen him walking around like i knew who he was you know yeah. And I know he's seen a couple of my videos, but he was like, Shotgun Sunday, what the fuck is up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And Boy, they were dope. there to play. Mother- right, right, right. Motherfuckers paid <laughs> to know? see them. And he's like, yo, 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 <laughs> yeah. so like in that regard, I imagine that respect is mutual because, again, I mean, hell, you paid to be there. Other people paid to see yeah. them and they like you. So it's kind of like a mutual "Quote unquote celebrity it's aspect." Like, oh, y'all kick it, right? Like. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Whereas versus someone who <laughs> isn't known or didn't, or just someone who's there, they see you. Yeah. If that interaction goes any kind of weird, they take that shit home with them. Yeah. Whereas you back at work or podding with me, and it's yeah. like yeah, it's inconsequential. But like someone's month. They have a month full of stories where they're like, yo, I met the fucking Shotgun Sunday dude. And they're either like, yo, he's fucking cool or what a fucking a dick. dick, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember man. like specifically too, like it was two years ago at FTA. This dude came up to me with like a shitload of beers. Dude was like, yo, chugging some beers. Like I just did like three. Right. I was like, I'm going to catch you later, bro. And like yeah. I felt bad about it. Right. You know? Right. So like. I, I didn't. I didn't know where the fuck he's from. Yeah, he was there the following year. I was like, "Yo, I felt bad about not being able to gun one with you. Let's fucking get one in real quick." That's what's up. He was stoked. Yeah, yeah. for sure, right? He spent <laughs> he spent a whole fucking year like, man, this motherfucker, man, <laughs> fuck this nigga, man, for a whole year. Man, I'm going to FTA next to make year, right. man. That bitch ass nigga, fuck that nigga, you bet nigga. <laughs> and when I see him, it's on sight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like. But also balancing with the fact that, like, you are, like, an actual person. Yeah, I can't be doing this shit all, person like, emotions. all the time. You're, yeah. Well, yeah, you're a person with, like, regular person emotions, and you're not someone's, like, fucking, hey, man, shotgun a beer. Like, you're yeah, not, you're not these niggas, puppets, and monkeys. You know what I'm saying? No, uh-uh. Sh- hey, shotgun they a tried beer, to bro. Get me to do a, uh, they tried to get me to do a beer bong in a video on tour, and I was like, nah. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Right, right. I am not your fucking. fucking... I shotgun. 
a shotgun beers. Yeah, right, like, right, right. Them. Well, like putting tubes down my throat, nigga. No, yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> had to stay, had to stand on business. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you. Oh, you stand on business too? God damn it. <laughs> Golly, did you announce that I, did you see that I too announced that I'm leaving all them ambitious back in 2023 see? like everyone else? Um, yep. That shit is so weird to me, the 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 number of people who have to uh, feel the need to announce, hey man, I'm leaving all you ungrateful bitches back in man, 2023. If y'all don't hear from me, you know what I'm saying, and that's because you lost my energy. Your energy ain't keep yeah. up with my energy. No, we ain't hearing from you. You ain't hearing from us. Bruh. You know? Bruh. <laughs> I can't imagine how many people have that silent agreement that they didn't know they had. Like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. not really Yeah, fucking with you either. So <laughs> I had to announce that I, too, have left Dimbitious back in 2023. Um, but it's a new year. We're pushing forward. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 206 <clears throat> of the Hard Camera THC CCVI, and I am your guy Juve JUV. Just under your vision here, my tag team partner is always Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Big Ren, let me know can reach on social media, is my guy. You got me go. All you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Threads, and Instagram at a motherfucker a Underscore M A A F F H U C K A. Juve, where the fuck they can find you at? Find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juve Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page. On Twitter, on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Coverage, predictions, witticisms, whatnot. Here too for the set of things of that nature. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Australia, New Zealand, all over the world, all, all over the world. Um, Hellified content. You know, there was a time where I was considering like finding tag teams with like a black and white component. Because I don't know, it's fucking weird, but like you know, there aren't a lot of them. Mm-mm. I wonder why that is. I don't know, dog. It's yeah. a good question. I wonder why that is. World's greatest tag team. Kofi and CM Punk for a short time. Awesome Truth for a very short time. I don't um Ice Ice Train and Scott Norton in WCW nineteen ninety six. Yeah, I remember that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But there aren't a lot of like Hmm. Hmm. I'll Google that. I don't know if that, I, I don't know if I can Google that. I tried to Google one time. I one time I tried to Google wh- how, why do I see so many stockings during interracial porn more than anywhere else. <laughs> it it jogged brain right. That's real. There's way more stockings in interracial get downs. I'll never be able to find that because it just brought me to <laughs> brought, brought me to, uh... to them to them pages. But uh, yeah, so. it's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, just re- just reminded me because I don't know when we'll be able to talk about this again. <laughs> I think this oh, happened man. today in Las Vegas. <coughs> oh shit! Yeah, I seen that. Motherfucker the hit fuck? the Undertaker dive and dove Dude. at the judge, the female judge. 
Yeah. And cause a fucking ruckus. Nick, it's day three as we record yeah. this. It's day three and now day five of 2024. Yeah. We should have been blew up. Yeah. We should have been blew up. Dyslexic mind was just like, yo, fuck it, man. Just fuck it, dog. He's like, there. Listen, it's coming. It's It's coming. I know it's coming. Just listen, it's coming. Fuck, man. This simulation. Uh, Big Ren, we have AEW, or we had AEW World's End. But before we go over the card, we must go over the numbers. What you all smiling about for? Oh, I'm very smiley. Big Ren. You think I give a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do, actually. You think yeah. I give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Um, Big Ren went six of nine. Nice. Taking the total to 86 of 116 matches, 74.13%. You got Juve. <clears throat> went nine of nine. Taking my total to 87 of 116, 75% on the dot. What a time, dog. What a time. Not only did I go 9 of 9, but damn, I overtook. And there's not a lot of time left, dog. I got any trivia. Not a lot of time <laughs> left, dog. Man, look good, dog. Before we go over the card, man, um, what do you think of the show overall? It was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's spot on. Um, there's a couple matches that went a bit too long, I thought. Yeah. Um, honestly, like the last three matches saved it. I hear that. Yeah. It was the upper reaches of the top shelf of good, but yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. I I feel that this show really hammered down for me. And it was something that Tony Khan said in the post conference, uh, the post media scrum. I just kind of had on the background. He, he said the words basically uh, a sports based presentation of wrestling. And we've always talked about the different, like, booking styles. But I think that was a really great breakdown of how AEW presents themselves. Like, even outside, yeah, they got rid of the whole ranking system. When someone asked about it at the press conference, they got rid of the whole, like, on-screen ranking system. Um, But it is more of, like, a a sports-based presentation of of pro wrestling. Yeah. not the same style of like heavy-handed storytelling. There are stories here, but not so overt as like Judgment Day and R Truth or Cody Rhodes finishing his story. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think we got to get right to it, man. We can't be around the bush here. Let's talk about the match first. So about the match first. We have a new AEW World Champion in Samoa Joe. He defeated MJF and uh, said some interesting things in the post in the post show media conference. Man, saying how you know, that time he took off to do commentary was really just to get his shit right. He wasn't being yeah. put out to pasture. He was he was healing up. Yeah, which I love that. I love that. Yeah, good for him. Hell yeah. yeah. Super good for him, man. Got right. Now he's sitting at the top of AEW. It's like it's like he wasn't even worried about like losing time. Facts. Yeah. You know wasn't what I mean? Like, he was that, he's by. that confident in himself. Yeah. 
Facts. That facts. he wasn't worried about losing time. So, yeah, props to Smojo. He was good at commentary, too. Yeah, he killed it. He was good. <laughs> like, yeah. Samoa Joe can do whatever he wants. Um, what'd you think of the match, man? MJF versus Samoa Joe. I thought it was good um, for what MJF could do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all knew Joe was going to go out there and do Joe. Joe like, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, fuck, dude. MJF was banged the fuck up mm-hmm. with that fucking sling. Um, that whole shit went all the way around his fucking chest. <laughs> he was trying, you know. Yeah. He was trying. And the the what we're told is a litany of 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 injuries. The separated hip he got from yeah. the Jay White match, and so many things. Man, uh, a, a true fighting champion fought more than he ever did. Oh yeah, um, no that that was the thing too. Like we never. I mean, when he get, when he became champion, what was it, like four hundred some days ago. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm only fighting on pay per view. Facts. That's you're gonna see me fight. It's gonna be on pay per view only. Yep. Shit, that went out the fucking window. Uh, boy turned babyface and said, "No, I'm gonna be the fightingest champion ever." Yeah. This motherfucker, man. I'm gonna defend. What, what is he like? Twenty four. Um. Yeah, he's yeah he's young. He is. Yeah, young. dude. So yeah. he's gonna be straight. Yeah, man. Yeah, take some time to get that right, man. Um, yeah. I am actually. I think he will. We uh will. Oh, take that time to get right. Oh, he's twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. Either way, uh, but then again, if you if you, <laughs> um, I this I think this is Wikipedia page. His Wikipedia page that his contract runs through twenty twenty seven. Yeah, that's fucking fresh. Yeah, somebody wrote that freshly. Yeah, and anyone can write anything they want to do. Um, yeah, I love and hate this business at the same time. Uh, I shouldn't say hate. Uh, Little brother had a had a line in a song called "Say It Again." On the Minstrel Show album mm-hmm. in 2005, Fonte said, um, I love hip-hop, I just hate the niggas in it. And I think this might, <laughs> I think this might apply. Uh, remind me to address 411 during one of these matches later on. Uh, motherfuckers. Um, Joseph. Nigga. What'd you think of the finish? Uh, abrupt. And it was, I mean, I, I feel like that was probably the best way they could have been went about it. Mm. Like, there's a sense in, like, beating the shit out of this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the, the choke out was good, but, like, it didn't fall to the ground. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it landed <laughs> on the spot. He was, he was limp. He was out of there. He was out <laughs> of there. I mean, like, well, <laughs> I was, and they, I'm sure this is what they went for. I was completely surprised. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, I think everybody was. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. I I liked it too. Like, it was good. I liked it a lot. And I think the crowd was yelling bullshit because I think partly, oh, man, it's MJF in his hometown. But I think they were expecting all of this overbooking, mm-hmm. right? How is MJF going to lose? He has to, he's the fighting babyface. has to get past his villain. How are they going to screw him? How is Adam Cole going to get involved, right? They were expecting all this overbooking. Samoa Joe went out there and choked him out. It's probably the most simple match on the card. Clean. Yeah, I mean, Got that in the co-main clean. event. Yeah. 
took I mean, because honestly, clean. like that, that and the co event, like they both kind of ended the same way. Different moves, obviously. Oh, uh, Kingston and but, like, yeah. yeah, 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 out of nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I'm fine with that. Built to a logical climax, both of them. Yeah. Um, and and the, and the thing is too, we didn't need overbooking. No. I think the for one for one the lack of overbooking is such a testament to Samoa Joe beating ass. Yep. Like. Samoa Joe is Samoa Joe. He doesn't need all the extras to choke a man out and take his title. That's Samoa Joe, the conscience of AEW, who beat the shit out of CM Punk, and it felt like he was beating the shit out of out of CM Punk on behalf of everyone who hated CM Punk. He's yeah. a conscience of the company, and he took that man's title and didn't cheat. No, coined. Didn't cheat, right? What did you think of the reveal? It was kind of, I mean, it was kind of lame. Okay. What'd you want to have Like, what would have made it less lame, I, mean, I guess, is a better question. I mean, like, they didn't call, like, they could have cost him the title. Mm. You know? But, mm. I mean, that would have, I mean, it wouldn't have made Joe look bad, but, like, he already worked with the devil. Right. Right. So, like, why not just fucking cost him the match? Yeah. You know? I, I would say that he did cost him the match. In in, in yeah. more than one way. Um, in the first way, it was the long con of yeah. Adam Cole kept, you're, be, hey, be a man of your word. You promise him a title match, do it, right? Hey, yeah. um... Fucking basically, the long con was beat this man down, wear him out to where he'll lose it. You know he'll lose the title. the The direct way he cost him the match is because, oh, I don't have the ring. Where's the ring? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Knowing he had the ring the I whole time. I forgot about that. Right. Yeah. So the, by the time he finally gave him the ring, which is what he'd been doing, he did it all through the Jay White match. Yeah. It just backfired on, on him, on, you know what I'm saying, backfired on Jay White. But he finally gave him the ring, but it was too late. Oh, oh, <laughs> I can't breathe. Done. <laughs> Murked out, right? So it was more so, and I still say it was clean because MJF, just, he didn't have it. He, did, he only had but so much left in him against this monster. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, gas tank was on E. Yeah, he, I mean, he was fighting two times on pay-per-views. He was getting beat down on Dynamite, whether it was the Devil's Henchman, whether it was Bullet Club Gold, whether it was, you know what I'm saying, it was MJF went through. whole locker room. Nick, he went through so much, he just didn't have anything left. No. Testament to to MJF. Um, So Adam Cole is the Devil. A uh, minor nitpick for me, production-wise, was when the henchmen revealed themselves and they cut to MJF instead of staying dude, on the guy. Dude, they be doing that shit. They're still working on production, yes. Why, dude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They cut They cut the cameras to the most random fucking spots. They do. During big spots. They gotta tighten that up. Yeah, they do. 
Yeah. They really do. Um, I like the reveal. It seems like it'd be an easy thing. Right. Like if they're you, taking if their masks fan, off. If you're a fan and you're working in this business, because I assume most of these people that are working in this business are fans of the for, of the art. Right. Right. So like, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> and even if you're not a fan, you're a professional in that aspect yeah. of television production. If you yeah. know there's gonna be a reveal. Just fucking wait for the reveal. And I feel like if there's anybody backstage that knows when there's going to be a reveal, it's the guy working the fucking board. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Master control. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, I like the reveal myself. I like the reveal. Um, be- <sighs> I like the simplicity of it. And I liked I that. I liked that when the lights went out, on one hand, it's like, oh, shit, who's coming out now, right? Nobody. The lights come on. It's just Adam Cole. You texting me, Adam Cole murdered out. <laughs> Adam Cole in all black with his hair laying down over his face. He slicks it back. And it was more so of, it was more so like, the simplicity Fuck. of it added to the <laughs> the simplicity of it added to the heartbreak of it. Yeah, he stood right in him or sat right in MJF's face and looked him dead in his eye, slicked his hair back. Like, yeah, I'm the genius who took you here. I did this to you, and then the mark out. Yeah. I like the fucking knee from Roger Strong was wild. Woo, that motherfucker landed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> motherfucker landed, didn't it, right? I what do you think about the Wardlow inclusion? I know I we were kind of back good. and forth on it, yeah. I think it's good. Uh you need you need like a big you need a big guy True. in the click. True. Need your Batista. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um No, I think it'll be cool. Uh I don't know how well it's gonna work. Uh, I don't know. Did you watch uh, Dynamite? That was my next thought. So, what did you think of the promo? And don't don't skip too far because there's so much meat here. But how what did you think of the initial promo from Adam Cole? I thought it was good. Yeah, pissed the crowd off. Yeah, uh, the crowd was not very happy with him at all. No, no, they told Adam Cole so to yeah, shut. He the did fuck his up. job. Yeah, he did his job. He did. He told him to shut the fuck up. Call him my asshole. Oh. Heat, brother. That's heat, brother. That promo, that promo was dope. That promo yeah, was, was super dope to me. And because it all made sense, right? Now, in my brain, I think there are certain ways you could have went about it if you want to be specific. That, like, I don't think, I don't think the devil aspect truly came into play until Adam Cole hurt himself. I think so, too. And I don't even mean behind the scenes. I mean, like, in the aspect of MJF has hurt all of these people. He's made enemies of all these people. And then when Adam Cole, yeah, Adam Cole may have been using MJF for the the AEW title the entire time. But I don't think the devil stuff really came into play until technically MJF, Adam Cole hurt himself saving MJF. Yeah. 
So Adam Cole could make the argument that I even sacrificed trying to help you. And yep. look where it got me, right? If they want to dig in and take that route. I really like the promo. Here's one of those things, too, where, you know how they say AEW can't book? They hate the storytelling. This right here, we said they had to stick the landing, right? Mm-hmm. Not only did they stick it on Saturday night, they are sticking it now and for later. Yep. This promo, for one, he mentioned Roderick Strong. He's coming after Orange Cassidy. Yep. And damn oh, yeah, it, I, set up everybody. I bet he's going to win it, too. Yeah. He set up Wardlow coming for Samoa Joe. Do you remember who took the TNT title from Wardlow? Yep. Samoa fucking Joe. Yep. They set up Adam Cole versus Wardlow way down the line. I oh, said he's going to give it to him. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. do you but, think he's going to do it? Right? So, did we just lay... We laid out Wardlow and, and Adam like, Cole, but did we just lay out Wardlow becoming AEW champion? The possibility. You know what I'm saying? This faction yeah. is about to do what the Pinnacle couldn't do, what his pairing with MJF couldn't do, and what Wardlow couldn't do on his own. Yeah. So we're about to make this star out of the guy who everyone says is going to be a star. They just mapped all like, the next year of AEW. They mapped <laughs> it out, bro. So they laid out the seeds for Adam Cole versus Warlow. Lay out seeds for Warlow versus Samoa Joe. But also, this tells me, in all the hubbub and all the hullabaloo about the MJF Jay White match and how Jay White looked crazy, mm-hmm. not only did they help rehab Jay White with his showing in a kind of classic. Like they said on commentary, Jay White was the first person to get laid out by the devil and his henchmen. Oh, yeah. No, right, this ago. is all coming back. It's all coming around. Yeah. I would like to think... Well, it goes around all around. Bruh, I'd like to think they had this in mind somehow to where whatever happens... Jay White is still in a premium spot with now the leading faction. Not heel, not babyface, the leading faction in AEW. Right? So you, crazy how it works out. Crazy how it works out. A little bit of for a little bit of planning, right? So you got the Jay White name who's gonna stay strong. But you know what else? We might get the reunion. Of daddy ass with his sons. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, bro, they're working. They working, bro. Yeah. I can't I can't shit on this at all. I can't shit this at all. No, not at all. Like they have the history of the acclaimed aspect, but that's that nigga's kids, dog. <laughs> yep. That's, yep. that's niggas' kids, right? So when we eventually get some sort of scissoring or handshake or something, like you get a feel good moment there. Yeah, you get a feel good moment, and I can't wait for blood and guts. I said it last week. We setting up blood and guts. I, I listen. You give us a team of 
Jay White, Hangman Adam Page, who came back maybe a little weirdly, but he's pissed off. He showed up late as fuck. He showed up late. I'll leave the class at 15 minutes left. 15 minutes left, right? But Hangman came back. We got Jay White. We got MJF when when he eventually comes back. Some could say either Samoa Joe, who, you know, maybe, because he'll eventually get involved with them because he's the champ and they're coming for the oh, gold. Yeah. Or maybe you get the, 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 the tentative handshake of respect between Hangman and Swerve. And Swerve joins that team down the road. That'd be fire. Bro. That'd bro, be fire. They cooking, bro. They, they cook it. They let, pre- them cook. Let, let them cook, bro. Let them cook. Let them cook. <laughs> they slow roasted this dish, and it came out dope. And now we need we they they come up with more recipes, more recipes. Let them cook, bro. It's WrestleMania cook. season, but they know it's WrestleMania season too. Yeah, no. So they got to come with their shit. They got to come. They got to come with their shit, bro. They got to come with yeah. their shit. <sighs> Amen. I ain't mad. I I I can't. I, I cannot complain about this story at all. I can't. No. I can't uh-huh. complain about it at all. It's yeah. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, any other thoughts on the devil and his men? What do you think about the name, the Undisputed Kingdom? I like it. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't hate it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. The Undisputed Kingdom. I'm not sure which part of it that I... I think the Undisputed Era, I didn't even really like that name. No, but that was something else, though. No, I know. I know. You know. So I don't know if it's the Undisputed being tied to it. I don't know if it's... If it was the Era didn't make sense. Like, you can't really call a faction an Era, but you kind of can, but you kind of really can't. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It'll grow on me. It'll grow on me. I like the new theme song. Yeah, I fire. like the new spotlight on the boom. They got a, he got a shit with a pyro, didn't he? That first, yep, yep. Yeah, dude, I, yep. that was more pyro than the intro of the fucking show. <laughs> I like this new presentation of Adam Cole. Adam Cole and the boys. I like it. Maybe Kyle O'Reilly comes back. <sighs> Love that. The Bucks, they've been gone for a while. The last time we saw the Bucks and Adam Cole together, Adam Cole was attacking them. I imagine. They're going to kick Wardlow out once he gets the belt. Oh, because Wardlow's going to fucking kick himself out. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's going to take his spot. Facts, bro. Facts, dog. Yeah. I 10 out of 10 story. I am not mad yeah. at this. I'm not mad at this at all. Um, Let's go with it. We mentioned it a little bit earlier, man. The, the Continental Classic. The Continental Crown Championship, Eddie Kingston defeats John Moxley. That was a fight. Let him fight. That was a fight, man. Uh, props to Brian Danielson for commentary. That was fucking He's fire. so good, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. He made it clear, like, he don't fuck with Kingston, but yeah. he gave him his props. Yeah, all throughout to. the match. Yeah, he his, beat him. I mean, his striking ability. Well, because he also was shit. Was like, man, I don't know how I lost to that motherfucker, man. Fuck that nigga, yeah. man. Yeah, but it was also <laughs> like Eddie's hands are faster than mine. Yep. When it comes to this, when it comes to all our brawl, I give it to Mox. When it comes to technical striking, 
I give it to Kingston. Like, Mox does not want to stand toe-to-toe. Like, he gave him his props throughout that match. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Nelson's yeah. good. Good at what he yeah, does. He's I real love good. the full yeah. pirate look, too. Like, oh, yeah, the iPad touch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. R, nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Straight up, man. Straight up. The thing about the match for me, too, is that, you know, their, their I Quit match was clearly more of a personal affair. This, of course, was a personal affair, but it was more like, as we saw, like, the, you know, the handshaking. Well, it was the prize. It was also, like, it was about the championship, but their yeah. personal relationship, like, fueled each other in their quest to be the best, if that makes sense. Yeah, for Like, sure. two dudes don't know each other yet. They want to be the best, period. But this guy, who's one of my closest friends, who we've had some issues up and down, like I ha- he I have to push myself because of him. Yeah, and I fucked with that. I fucked with that too, for sure. Um, <laughs> the TNT Championship. And the TNT. <laughs> Well, we can't uh we can't even talk about it without talking about the pre-show. Um there was a battle royal for a shot at the TNT Championship anytime anywhere. And I must have missed that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz actually when you texted me, I think you had missed the intro. You yeah, had just I saw did. yeah, Kill Switch and Lance Archer buried under tables. So yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. So the winner of that battle royal gets a shot anytime, anywhere, and Kill Switch won the battle royal. Now listen, I don't hate predictability in wrestling, but if you thought it was gonna be anybody else but Kill Switch when you saw that intro, not you, but anyone listening, if you thought yeah. it was gonna be anybody but Kill Switch, you saw that entrance, you better watch some wrestling. So <laughs> he entered, I'm like, Oh yeah, here here we go. Right? <laughs> here it is, right? Yeah. Easy. Now, I'm thinking, because I already was thinking, hey, Christian Cage is gonna win anyway. That this is going to lead to, you know, Luchasaurus or Kill Switch, sorry, trying to cash in on Christian Cage and shenanigans ensue. However, it went a little differently. Adam Copeland, Copeland won. technically did win. And then Kill Switch came in and uh, fucked some shit up. And For an unscheduled match. Yep. He wanted to cash in his anytime, anywhere contract. And Christian Cage whispered some sweet nothings in his ear. And uh, he handed that shit over. One spear one spear later, and uh, we have Christian Cage, TNT champion. What do you think of the match? Talk, t- tell me your thoughts. Man, they pulled it all out on that one. Yeah. It, it felt like a fight. Yeah, it did. From two dudes that hated each other. Yep. It's crazy, too, because both these dudes fucking retired not – too many years ago, bro. I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Both come out of retirement. Facts. Putting on this. They're still pulling shit off like this, bro. Yes. Yeah. They had a little trouble with that lighter fluid, but they got it working. I, I don't even think it was a trouble with the lighter fluid as much as it was <laughs> where he dumped Nick Wayne at. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, because lighter well, fluid the doesn't went out once. Well, yeah, because lighter fluid doesn't last long. You know what I'm saying? No. And so, like, I get him, yeah, you know, squeezing and, and lighting it up again. But I think what it was, I think because the it went out the first time, 
that Copeland was so afraid of it going out a second time, he just didn't slow down. Yeah. I think he just needed to slow down. Um, But here's the thing, though, right? No, he didn't go through the flaming table. But did you see how he landed? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't clean. That shit wasn't pretty, bro. He he landed he landed on his neck. Yeah. Like either way it was <laughs> either way it was kind of a rough landing. Yeah, he landed on his neck, bro. Um but yeah, no, great match, man. I, I I don't know if we push forward with Adam Copeland's story. Maybe it is over, but I mean he did get screwed. I like the poetry of Adam Copeland getting screwed out of the title that way, considering he was the first Mr. Money in the Bank and all the opportunities that he uh, <laughs> took for himself, the ultimate opportunist, if you will. Um, talk to me about Killswitch and Christian Cage. I mean, Dinosaur's going to bite him one of these days. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't keep fucking uh, with the... A prehistoric animal like that. True enough. True enough. But I mean, fuck, do you like. We've done this before, though, with these two. Did we? I, I mean, like, yeah, but like, I mean, like, just the tension with these two. Like, what, I mean, what, what the fuck is Luchasaurus or Kills? What the fuck is he doing going back to this motherfucker? I think before was just light tension. Like, you could tell Kill Switch was, like, a little miffed that. He he won the title and Christian Cage held on to it and then Christian Cage won it in a triple threat match, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like a dog, like you got a dog and like you take his toy away and you're like, haha, you want it? Right. And, like you throw it, but you don't actually throw it. Right. Yeah. This is what's going yeah. on. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Strays? It came out last year, Strays. Uh uh-uh. uh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. Once once Will Ferrell's character realizes that like his owner didn't actually like him he made it his mission to bite his dick off see and when he finally got a chance to bite his dick off oh he really did oh he relished it yes oh man and it's actually damn funny (laughs) it's actually damn funny (laughs) cause he's like he's getting after it he's getting after it he's a small dog too Biting yeah. his dick off. But Luchasaurus is going to bite Christian Cage's dick off, dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to bite his dick off, B. And I'm wondering how this goes because, you know, when Adam Copeland first got there, he said, hey, man, Kill Switch and Nick Wayne are going to leave you for dead, and then I'll be there. But Kill Switch... If and when he, well, not if, but when he leaves Christian, you know who we haven't seen in a while? Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Jack Purr. Does he go back to being a Jungle Boy? Maybe an upgraded Jungle Man? And he reunites with his best friend? Does Adam Copeland get involved again somehow? Does Kill Switch go out on his own? Nick Wayne needs, is, he, he can't do it by himself. He he sucks. Fuck. <laughs> he was dealt a bad hand. They rushed it. There are parts of AEW that are rushed. 
Yeah, for sure. The Santana Ortiz breakup was rushed. SCU's breakup was rushed. Um, Jack Perry's heel turn was rushed. And then yeah. he, when he turned heel, he had that bum-ass music. Yeah. Here's the thing. They didn't rely on Jungle Boy's strengths. No, they just said, here, take this and do this. Be a, be a heel, right? Yeah. Jack Perry is a good-looking man with a baddie on his arm. Yeah. They could have found a way to you know get Anna J part of his act, and maybe they're working on that now. But all you had to do with Jack Perry is let him be like a stuck up heel pretty boy arrogant like like if Tyler Breeze ever like graduated his gimmick mm-hmm. from like colorful flamboyant male model to like Calvin Klein bad boy male model, that's yeah. what Jack Perry could have been. Mm-hmm. The pretty boy stuck up male model. Like a little more like more along the lines like Rick Martell, flamboyant, but a little more manly. Yeah. Yeah. But they just didn't do that. They didn't do that. They did not do that. So um it'll be interesting to see what happens when he comes back. Will he get CM Punk chance? Depends on which city he comes back in, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Make sense of this, man. Swerve and Dustin Rhodes. Can't do it. <laughs> we counted Can't this match, it. even though it was a change of card. We counted this match. Swerve we still got it done. But, yeah, give me your thoughts. Uh, Should have been over after the fucking the cinder block shit. Um, honestly, this didn't do shit for Swerve. Mm. If anything, I think it stepped him back a bit. Yeah. Uh. Because, like, fuck, dude, this should have been a cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah. I think the match with Garcia kind of rehabbed that a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, if it didn't end after the cinder block, like, yeah, okay, give Dustin some love, right? Dustin, he's resilient. He's not. He's he's standing in for his partner. He's going to – he's going to fight, right? He's going to fight. Yeah. That match went – and I get it. He's a crafty 30-plus-year veteran. So he'll know how to pull out some tricks, but it ain't like Swerve is 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 a rookie in this bitch. Fuck no. And Swerve is violent. Yeah. And he's good at what he does. So for him for that match to go as long as it did, yeah, I kind of agree. Um, they might have did a little too much. Maybe it was a fucking time grab. Maybe all the time because hell, the Keith Lee aspect <laughs> didn't get announced until that day. So maybe nope. just the time they had in mind for that match, they had to fill it in with some shenanigans and yeah, shenanigans in half a match. It could have been just way shorter. I mean, yeah. like I said, for yeah. with the whole center block and shit like that. But yeah. that's that's the TK formula. <laughs> Give it time. Give them all some time. Yeah. yeah. What do you um what do you think of, of Swerve and Hangman looking like it's gonna continue? I mean, Heyman beat the shit out. Of, I mean, not Heyman, but Swerve beat the shit out of him in that fucking Texas Death Match. He did. He did. I. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they're if they're putting Swerve on the ups, it's a good look because he's going to win again, mm. and that'll be just another check mark. You think he gets the third you know straight victory? I think so. Yeah. 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 
I remember texting you. He should. He should get it, you think? Yeah. Yeah. I texting you that night on Saturday, I said that if this is a way to prolong the Keith Lee feud, then well first I said Swerve has to get that belt by the end of the year. Yeah. And then I said if this is a way that they prolong the Keith Lee feud, then this also serves as a good story to keep Swerve occupied until that moment comes or until he gets that match. I think combined with the <laughs> combined with how Hangman arrived at the arena with 15 minutes left in the fucking night, something tells me that this is like the makeshift story feud to take the place of the Keith Lee feud. Yeah, I can see that. Go with something familiar that got the people going. And maybe we don't get a match. Maybe they, maybe, I don't know, maybe we get the tag partners who hate each other. Maybe, again, we find some way to get to, you know, blood and guts with them as partners. Um, Maybe we get the fucking match. I don't know. It's, um... Yeah, it just kind of it 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 just kind of reeked of we got to make the best of the situation again. Yeah, what was wrong with Keith Lee this time? It wasn't announced. It wasn't announced. No. Um, Tony kind of talked about it a little bit during the during the scrum, but he didn't say. He said something about swelling, but he didn't say where it was. So I'm not sure what the injury was, but. Um, we'll see what they can do. I mean, listen, they had two classics, especially the death match. Um, maybe to find a way to up the ante. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. This will be. This will be interesting to to see how this shakes out. Um, and it's weird too because I mean he walked in talking about. I mean yeah, I'm in a fighting mood, but like he got murked out by the devil's henchman. Yeah. So like, get he's in a fighting mood, but like, Swerve didn't do jump shit. You. Yeah, Swerve didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I know no. you don't. I know you don't like him. I know you got beef, prior beef. But like, if it's me, I'm gonna handle the new beef first. Yeah, like so, I'm gonna put this one on the back burner. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll just watch out. Uh, Revolution is in what nine weeks or so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what's up. My feed kind of went in and out. But speaking of Revolution, was it Powerhouse Hobbs who challenged Sting for Revolution? Uh, I'm not sure. It was after the Kanosuke uh, Takeshita Darby Allen match. And they were all backstage, a whole Don Callis family. And my feed was going a little weird, but I think Hobbs challenged Sting for Revolution. And Don Callis said something about, yeah, you'll go 25 and 1, Sting. I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. I mean, shit, that's so far off. Like, what you going to fucking. Why are you going to even challenge for that shit when it's nine weeks away, bro? I mean, because it's Sting in his last match. It's his last match. Yeah. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs of the... Okay, no. Okay, I got this. I got a little wrong. Uh, Darby Allen Singh will team up to take on Kanosuke Takeshka and Powerhouse Hobbs of the Don Callis family on... So, next week. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So, it was not a challenge for Revolution. I'd have to think Ric Flair gets involved somehow. And turned over one last time, but I don't know. I don't know, dog. 
We'll see. Let's wait and see. We'll just keep that eye out. We'll keep that eye out. Uh, speaking of Sting and Darby Allen, man, eight man tag: Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Sting, Darby Allen versus. <laughs> Why your face changed like that? Versus Don Callis, man. We talked to me, dog. It's a bit rough. It was. It was. Let's first say this. Let's first say this. We probably should not talk about in depth about what Chris Jericho might be going through. It's I don't all even know. It's all okay. You 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 give me your thoughts and then I'll I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I mean it's just like every time Chris Jericho or even Sting got a match, man, like luckily they're multi man matches, but motherfucker, Shit. like there. It's, it's it's real rough. It's real rusty out there. That was an affair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that dude. was an affair. That was tough. Yeah. yeah. That was tough. Um Earlier that day, earlier Saturday morning, um, some tweets went out about, so if you remember um, former wrestler Kylie Ray, some tweets went out saying that Kylie Ray quit AEW abruptly because of rumored alleged sexual harassment from Chris Jericho. And more tweets came out later saying Chris Jericho... Like, people are surprised these things haven't come out sooner about Chris Jericho. Along with Chris Jericho being very loud on Twitter lately about NDAs uh, regarding Brawl Out last year. So, when his music hit, yeah, people were singing along. But he (laughs) got booed every time he did something. Yeah. And the internet does not let you forget. No. Um, speaking of, shout out to Velveteen Dream. I don't know if you watched his apology video. I did not. I seen he was wearing some some hunting camo. He's like. out. He's out. I don't know where he at, man. But he's out out there. Yeah, he hunting, man. The ducks, ducks in both hands. Yeah, he out there, man. But uh, yeah, he put out a video apologizing for his past actions, um, specifically just the poor behavior. Um, that may have led to you know whatever blemishes on the WWE brand. He apologized directly to Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Uh, apologized to his family. Um, but that's the thing too, man. I read his thing. I don't read the comment section, but I find myself reading comment sections sometimes. Yeah. Fucking losers in the comment sections, bro. It, <laughs> in that video, but literally everywhere. Like I don't know how there's an argument in every fucking comment section, but like. It's common knowledge, especially with a quick Google check, that like the things he was accused of, like that was all fake. Like that none of that happened. No. But the internet will never let you forget. No. So even if somehow, some way he makes his way to the bright lights of some, you know, some important wrestling company, man, there's going to be a segment of that fan base that's just going to fucking ring his shit, bro. Ring his shit. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, again, I don't do It's too sensitive a subject. To, Who knows? Uh, too t- sensitive of a subject to, t- to really speak about as far as Chris Jericho. But it was an affair. 
<laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They booed him with everything he did. He seemed off multiple steps. Sting wasn't in it all the way, multiple steps. It was tough. It was a tough watch at, at certain points whenever they were involved. Yeah, it was. So, uh, you would think this leads to a uh, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara match versus Pretty Ricky and Big Bill. But with all the shit going on. I don't see everything. I don't know, man. I I don't know. They're going to have to get... They have to get under this really quickly. They weren't on Dynamite. Maybe they'll be on Collision. Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. this And Pretty Ricky and Big Bill are usually on Collision, so I get that. Yeah. But this will be, yeah, this will be a situation to to watch out for. Um, Anything to say about Tony Storm and Rio? Not really. Decent enough title defense. Tony Storm's killing it character wise. All the yeah, way down to time. I never mentioned like like the very simple singlet she wears. Mm-hmm. It's very the old school ass shit. Very Mildred Burke. Very yeah. uh great Moolah. Uh fabulous Moolah, sorry, very Mae Young. Yeah, very old school. That I like I like that touch. Um Same with Julia Hart and uh Abaddon. Yeah. Um, she's usually better at hitting that moonsault. Not that night. Not that night. And not the not one that, that they put in the video package either. Yeah. All the moonsault she's hit, and then they put that one in the video package. That was a little tough. That's, uh, whoever's working that board up there. Bruh. Yeah. 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 Um, Miro versus Andrade. What'd you think, man? That could have been trimmed down like five minutes. Yeah. It's a 15-minute long match. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is where It was I, good. Uh, go ahead. Go I ahead. mean, like, it was cool. Like, it was cool, but, like, and then, motherfucker, I'm, I'm going to let you get that one off. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, go for you, it. You know, fucking journalism is not what it was. We had this rant no. recently. Journalism is not what it was. Literally during the Andrade Miro match. And listen, some would say you should have been on the internet. Suck my dick. It's one thing. It's one thing if I couldn't watch the show live and I was trying to avoid spoilers and then my yeah. dumb ass just went to the internet. Right. However, during the Miro and Andrade match, I happened to just peruse the internet, I guess, looking for analysis as I was watching. I don't know, dude. I was going to say, like, what were your intentions? I think my intentions were just, hey, it's a pay-per-view. It's a pay-per-view. I'm watching it. Just anything to just add to the experience, right? Yeah, maybe you have Keith Lee. You know what I'm saying? Something, right? Same way we we look at social media. So I, I, I went and... Fucking big bold letters. Andrade expected to finish up with AEW tonight. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I picked Miro, sure. But what the fuck is it with clickbait, get there first, get these clicks, fucking journalism? Oh, it is, man. Because all it is, their fucking sources 
Listen, I've been a fan of 411 Mania for 20 years. Their sources aren't themselves. No. They get them from reliable sources, but the sources aren't themselves. So their rush to put that headline out, let's say that let's say they didn't do it until an hour after the match, right? Them putting it out early didn't benefit them in any way. No, fuck no. Because all they're doing is regurgitating someone else's sources and news and headlines. I guarantee you weren't the only person that got spoiled for that one. Right. Like, just fucking let it play out. There was nothing to gain from that. It wasn't their own source. So what I ain't never they were... seen that dude's name on 411. Man, well, that shit, they got a whole, they got different processes, editors and shit. Someone approved it, you know what I'm saying? Someone pushed the button to do it. But you don't, they're, they're not going to gain anything from hitting that headline first. Just like they wouldn't have lost anything no. if they waited an hour. Exactly. Literally during the match, Andrade expected to finish up with AEW tonight. Well, fuck me, dude. I'm going to finish watching this one. Take me out of the match, man. What do you think of the ending with C.J. Perry seemingly, well, not seemingly, but turning on Andrade and, and heading toward Miro? I was, I was, I felt like he was thrown out of nowhere. Mm. I mean, like, I mean, I guess they had to do it since he was leaving. I mean, best way to do it, like, mm. let's just have his manager or whatever turn on him or her, you know what I mean? And you also notice Miro didn't leave with C.J., Good point. Mm-hmm. Here's my interpretation of it. Let me say this first. Maybe she's rusty, or maybe it's the character she's playing. But she kind of just came off as annoying throughout that whole match. Oh, yeah. The whole finger, yeah. it's all about Miro. It just didn't, some of it just didn't land all the way for me. No. Right. Uh-uh. But you know how in life, sometimes women just be doing shit all the time. I think CJ's motivations were, okay, Miro, you forsake me. I think CJ kind of just wanted some attention. She wanted her husband to fight for her. I think that's what it boiled down to. He's still not convinced yeah, about that. Yeah, but nah, she wanted to see. She went, Listen, I was talking to my guy today, and I was talking about how this woman, she's been married to this dude, not my guy, this other dude. She's been married to this dude for just under a year. But she's been on this fitness journey for a little minute now. She slimmed down when she got in the wedding dress and kept going. Well, apparently she's been shooting DMs out elsewhere, mm-hmm. right? Now, in the meantime, her husband also lost 30 pounds. And he did it by, she said, she just put him on a strict diet, right? And I was like, hey, dog, if that nigga ain't in the gym with her, he better get his ass in the gym with her. Yeah. And, he, and he was like, well, I mean, he already lost 30 pounds. Yeah, nah. but here's the thing. He lost the 30 pounds 
by eating right. He ain't put yeah. forth no action. Sometimes <laughs> the women who love us just want to see us throw some shit around. She told him mad times, I want you, but you've forsaken me. She just wanted to see her husband throw some shit around. Don't get him in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, CJ, she wasn't going nowhere. That's her husband. She just picked Andrade to be the fucking scapegoat to get tossed about. But I think Loki, she just wanted to see her husband fight for her attention. She wouldn't see her husband throw some shit around. Nasty, ain't it? Nasty work, ain't it? Ew, nasty business. Nasty. Filthy Filthy business. Um, Scale of 1 to 10, man. What'd you give uh, AEW Worlds? And shout to Hook. He defeated Wheeler Yuta. My only note there is that a DDT on a stop sign isn't that big a deal. But uh, great. (laughs) Good good showing either way. Uh, AEW Worlds in, man. Scale of 1 to 10, what'd you give it? 7.5. 7.5. I can go a solid seven. I'll go a solid yeah, seven. Yeah. You know, you mentioned earlier those those last three matches really brought it home. Um yeah. the women's matches, not because they were women's matches, but the two women's matches just kinda happened. I literally left because uh, I was getting I what did I go do? I think I went to go get like an energy oh yeah, I'll tell you off air. But uh, I went to go get an energy drink and then came home and uh the, the Julia Hart Abaddon match was still on. Um, and it just you know was it was just kind of just kind of on just kind of happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the eight man tag. We didn't talk about the other eight man tag because it wasn't announced when we, uh, when we uh, recorded last week. Dope showing the the other eight yeah. uh other eight individuals in the, in the kind of classic dope showing. Daniel Garcia getting the pin. The coming by surprise. He looking for a good year from Daniel Garcia, twenty twenty four. He's getting involved with Swerve. I think so. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but yeah, you know, even though Miro and Andrade was good, and you see, you said it felt like it went a little long. Swerve and Dustin Rhodes, uh, a little long. Didn't need that. The eight, the other eight man tag with Chris Jericho and Sting, kind of tough. That first two and a half hours, kind of inconsequential. Yeah, kind of inconsequential. Uh, we're going to see the developments with Miro and CJ, but it was really brought home with uh, Cajun Copeland, Kingston and Mox, and MJF Samoa Joe and the Devil, the Devil Review. Uh, yes, sir. So, yeah, I'll give it a solid seven. I'll give it a solid seven. 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 Clickety clack. Um, so we got the Royal Rumble in a few weeks, but uh, what do you think, man? You think it might be best of time? Sometime in the yeah. meantime? Yeah. Yeah. We can talk it out. We'll throw it out in the air. We'll throw it out in the air. Um, what's happening? You know what? We should talk a little WWE. Um, did you get to watch Raw? I did. Did you see the uh, the returning Hall of Fame WWE champion, Jinder Mahal? I did. Yes. And then he got yeah. interrupted by some guy. Some, some guy named Dwayne. Some fucking celebrity. Dwayne. <clears throat> Um, The Rock came back, people's elbow to Jinder Mahal, and uh, made a little slick reference to maybe eating at the head of the table, sitting at the head of the table. What do you think about that, man? About the idea of Rock versus Roman Reigns. Do you want to see it? When and where do you want to see it? What do you want to see? I wanted to see it a couple years ago, Mm. but now it's kind of like, 
I still don't even know if it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, who fucking knows with his schedule? Mm. But uh, it'd be a good elimination chamber over there in Australia, down under. But yeah, you got to get you got to get the Rock all the way to Australia. True. <laughs> True. You know. Um. To me, this match seems like. <sighs> It would mean more if it happened at Mania. Yeah. But I kind of don't want it to happen at Mania. Not neither do I. I want to see Cody Roman Reigns too. That's that's yep. the story. Don't need to just veer from that, right? So this yeah. strikes me as a match that they can tease just to say, yo, we can do this match. Yeah, big time. Right? It, a special attraction for Australia at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Elimination Chamber is that February pay-per-view, whenever it is, February, March pay-per-view before Mania, right? So it doesn't, like, didn't Roman Reigns beat Goldberg at an Elimination Chamber overseas? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it doesn't strike me as, like, a truly, truly important match, something that could have true consequences. It shouts out to me as, like, yeah, this is Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's The Rock. Hey, we have The Rock. We can do this whenever we want to. Versus it being like a necessary aspect of any story. <laughs> now, when Cody beats Roman Reigns, I mean, maybe that makes him look that much better. Roman Reigns beat The Rock. Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns. But I'm not like hyped at the idea of Roman I think Reigns that's, and The Rock. I find that's the only way. That's the only reason they're going for this. Yeah. If they're sticking with Cody. Right. Like, well, had, let's have Roman beat The Rock, and then Cody will beat Roman. Right, right, right. I floated the idea of this was this was months ago. Just an idea of Roman Reigns and The Rock, maybe like opening night one or the main event of night one. That was before CM Punk came back. Yeah. Which, if we stand here right now, I'm more excited to see CM Punk, Seth Rollins, I am Cody versus Roman. If we're gonna keep it all bucksky. I definitely want to see both, but if I had to choose, right? So now that CM Punk's back, Roman and Rock would have to open Mania night one. How do you do that? How do you top that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, dog. We'll see. We'll see. Anything else happen cool on Raw? I don't think so. Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre. Uh, Drew's a bum, dude. Furthering, furthering his spiral, yeah. He's a fucking bum. Furthering his spiral. Um, you think we see Seth Rollins defend at the, at the Rumble? I'm trying to think of who the no. options would be. Unless Drew sneaks his way into be, another match. He's going to be in the Rumble, and so is uh, CM Punk. CM Punk's going to eliminate him, or vice versa. Oh, you think Seth will hop in there like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So I mean, that's like we get. That's how we get some of those WrestleMania matches. You know what I mean? Somebody's True. gonna eliminate somebody, and True. so forth, so forth, whatever. I remember teasing this last week. I read somewhere about uh, Cody Rhodes winning the briefcase from Damian Priest. And it's just as an idea, not, not, like, not like, hey, we're going to book this, but like Cody Rhodes defeats Damian Priest for the briefcase and then mm-hmm. cashes in at Mania. 
like in advance, like, hey, I'm cashing in. It's gonna be at Mania, kind of like Rob oh, Van Dam did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not, not yeah, like a, yeah, not yeah. like not, not like a sneak attack. That'd be too trash. Okay, but you know, yeah, I'm cashing in at Mania. Garbage. Right, 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 right. Which I don't hate that idea. I don't hate that idea. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how we get to these two main event matches. I think that I think those. Listen, I at this point, those have to be the two main event matches. Oh yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how we get to that. Um, but yeah, Big Rand, let me know you can reach on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. All you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter threads, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore M-A-A-F-F-H-U-C-K-A. Juve, let them know where the fuck they can find you at. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desa, you know, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page, on Twitter, on the instant grams, everywhere else at the hard camera. Live coverage, prediction of witticisms, whatnot here, two forth, etc. And things of that nature. But you know what, man? Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker Radio, Public, Australia, New Zealand, 25% female listenership. Among, with, among all the other things that uh, people call us. Um, some call us, well, call you uh, a celebrity. Uh, well, some people recognize me from someone's uh, most important emotional events. Uh, wherever you recognize, man, we we will we'll say it. We'll say it on there. We say any and every on there. Uh, content hopefully hopefully help us pay a bill or so. Uh, like we said, man, we got the Royal Rumble in a few weeks, leading us to the road to WrestleMania. We might have to check y'all one more time, man, before we get to the the Rumble show, man. We might have to drop that best of just to let you know where we've been. Uh, relive some great moments. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, I'm your guy Juve. And I'm here with my tag team partner as always, Big Ren the Legendary. And together we are Sheldon Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. And until next time, oh, we will see y'all next time. <sighs> Adios, amigos. Nah, mm, salute. Fuck. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready.